Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Coming up on 5-Minute News. Supreme Court Justice Stephen Breyer to retire. No concessions for Russia in response to Ukraine crisis. And poll shows trust in science politically polarised. It's Thursday, January 27th. I'm Anthony Davis. Liberal Supreme Court Justice Stephen Breyer is to retire, according to numerous sources on Wednesday, giving President Joe Biden his first high court opening, which he has pledged to fill with the historic naming of the court's first black woman. 83-year-old Breyer had been a pragmatic force on a court that has grown increasingly conservative, trying to forge majorities with more moderate justices right and left of centre. His retirement will give Biden the chance to name and win confirmation of a replacement before next fall's election, when Republicans could retake the Senate and block future nominees. Breyer has been a justice since 1994, appointed by President Bill Clinton. Along with the late Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg, he opted not to step down the last time the Democrats controlled the White House and the Senate during Barack Obama's presidency. Ginsburg died in September 2020, and then-President Donald Trump filled the vacancy with a conservative justice, Amy Coney Barrett. Breyer's departure won't change the 6-3 conservative advantage on the court because his replacement will almost certainly be confirmed by a Senate where Democrats have the slimmest majority. Republicans who changed the Senate rules during the Trump era to allow simple majority confirmation of Supreme Court nominees appeared resigned to the outcome. President Joe Biden is eyeing at least three judges for the expected vacancy. Early discussions about a successor are focusing on U.S. Circuit Judge Katanji Brown-Jackson, U.S. District Judge J. Michelle Childs, and California Supreme Court Justice Leandra Kruger. Jackson and Kruger have long been seen as possible nominees. The Biden administration and NATO told Russia on Wednesday there will be no US or NATO concessions on Moscow's main demands to resolve the crisis over Ukraine. In separate written responses delivered to the Russians, the US and NATO held firm to the alliance's open-door policy for membership, rejected a demand to permanently ban Ukraine from joining, and said Allied deployments of troops and military equipment in Eastern Europe are non-negotiable. There is no change, there will be no change, Secretary of State Antony Blinken said. Also not up for negotiation will be the US and European response to any Russian invasion of Ukraine, he said, repeating the mantra that any such incursion would be met with massive consequences and severe economic costs. The responses were not expected and mirrored what senior US and NATO officials have been saying for weeks. 
Nonetheless, they and the eventual Russian reaction to them could determine whether Europe will again be plunged into war. There was no immediate response from Russia, but Russian officials have warned that Moscow would quickly take retaliatory measures if the US and its allies reject its demands. Republicans' faith in science is diminishing, whereas Democrats are relying on it even more, with the trust gap in science and medicine widening substantially during the COVID-19 pandemic, new survey data shows. It's the largest gap in nearly five decades of polling by the General Social Survey, a widely respected trend survey conducted by NORC at the University of Chicago that has been measuring confidence in institutions since 1972. We are living at a time when people would rather put urine or cleaning chemicals in their body than scientifically vetted vaccines, University of Georgia meteorology professor Marshall Shepard said. That is a clear convergence of fear, lack of critical thinking, confirmation bias and political tribalism. Science used to be something all Americans would get behind, Rice University historian Douglas Brinkley said but we now see it falling prey to the great partisan divide. The world of science should be a meeting house where right and left can agree on data. Instead, it's becoming a sharp razor's edge of conflict, he said. Overall, 48% of Americans say they have a great deal of confidence in the scientific community, general social survey data shows. 64% of Democrats say that compared with roughly half as many Republicans at 34%. The gap was much smaller in 2018, when 51% of Democrats and 42% of Republicans had high confidence. The data suggests Republicans and Democrats are following the cues of their leaders, said Anthony Lisarowitz, director of the Yale Programme on Climate Change Communication. We've seen so much criticism and worse levelled at medical experts since the beginning of the pandemic from the former president, other Republican leaders and the conservative media, and just the opposite from the current president, Democratic leaders and the mainstream and liberal media, he said. The consequence of declining trust in the scientific community among Republicans is clear, polling shows. Republicans continue to be less likely than Democrats to be vaccinated. You can subscribe to 5-Minute News on YouTube with your preferred podcast app. Ask your smart speaker or enable 5-Minute News as your Amazon Alexa flash briefing skill. Subscribe, rate and review online at 5minute.news. 5-Minute News is an evergreen podcast covering politics, inequality, health and climate, delivering independent, unbiased and essential world news daily. I'm Ken Harbaugh, host of Warriors in Their Own Words, a podcast that presents the unvarnished, unsanitized truth of what we have asked of those who defend this nation. As a country, we need these stories more than ever. Stories from Americans who have borne the battle, including 30-year-old remastered interviews with veterans from World War I recounting their time in the trenches of Europe, and with veterans from World War II, Korea, Vietnam, and from our most recent conflicts in Iraq, Afghanistan, and other battlefields Americans may never have heard of. Hear their stories by listening to Warriors in Their Own Words wherever you find podcasts.